Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of Mark. Today is episode 952, and we're looking at Mark chapter 6, verses 53 through 56. Let's read the passage. When they had crossed over, they came to shore at Genesaret and anchored there. As they got out of the boat, people immediately recognized him. They hurried throughout that region and began to carry the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he went in the villages, towns, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch just the end of his robe, and everyone who touched it was healed. This is the Gospel of Mark. Mark is giving us this gospel. And a gospel is a special kind of writing. It's not a history not a biography. It is an account of the ministry of Jesus with the express purpose of people coming to faith in Jesus for having read it. So it is intentional in trying to get across who Jesus is, the Son of God, and that through faith in him, you might be made right with God. So it's not a biography. It's not a history. It is a gospel. And this is Mark's gospel. It began with Jesus traveling through Galilee, teaching, and healing. He gave us the various responses, positive responses to his teaching, positive responses to his healing and the casting out of demons, also negative responses. And the negative responses were all, he wasn't doing things the way they thought he should do them. Either he wasn't following the law the way they thought he should be following the law, or he wasn't being careful about the rituals that they thought he should be following. Then he gave us a series of parables where he spoke in figurative language, teaching about the kingdom of God with the purpose of explaining the kingdom of God to those who were open to hear the truth, but veiling it from those who were hostile to the truth. But yet those that weren't so sure needed some time to digest it. He didn't give them a hard, fast yes or no. They had to think about it before they accepted or rejected it. And he had a series of miracles that show Jesus' authority, his authority over nature, his authority over the spiritual world, over evil, his authority over sickness, and his authority over death. And we had the sending out of the twelve, the expanding of his ministry, where the disciples were sent out to do the same things that he was doing. And when they came back, we had the mob event, and they zipped across the north west corner of the Sea of Galilee to try and get away, but the mob raced around the corner, and that's where we had the feeding of the 5,000. We needed to get away again because there's Gospel John tells us that they were starting to get the idea that he might be the Messiah, and they want to make him king. So Jesus sent his disciples away, and he went on the mountain to pray. Now he told them to go to Bethsaida, which was very nearby, jump in the boat, scoot down the shoreline to Bethsaida. And it seems like the idea was, and I'll walk there, meet you there, because it's maybe a mile or two miles away, so nearby. But as they got out into the lake, the wind started blowing them further and further offshore. And that's where we had Jesus walking out on the water to rescue them, to calm the storm. And that's where we pick it up now in Mark chapter 6, verse 53. When they had crossed over, they came to shore at Genesaret and anchored there. Now, said they were headed for Bethsaida. But Genesaret is 
further over on the other side. It's actually south of Capernaum, two, three miles south of Capernaum. Now remember, the lake's only six miles wide, 13 miles long, so it's not a huge lake. So Genesaret is, it's a fairly populated area, though. It's a fertile plain on the western shore of the lake, and that's where they end up. Verse 54, as they got out of the boat, people immediately recognized him. Now, this is Galilee. It's not that far from Capernaum, and Jesus has done a lot of ministry in Galilee. He may have been there before himself, but people there definitely know about him, so the people immediately recognize him. And there's a contrast here, because we just had the comment from Mark that his disciples' hearts were hardened in that they didn't recognize who he really was. We see this contrast of the people recognizing him, but remember they're recognizing him as a miracle worker, because disciples still don't fully recognize who he really is. Verse 55, they hurried throughout that region began to carry the sick old mats to wherever they heard he was. So the they there is the people. The people recognize that Jesus, the healer, is here, and word gets out, and they are bringing the sick, carrying the sick on mats even, to wherever he happens to be. They want to get the sick there to get them healed. And we can't blame them. The miracle worker, the healer, is here. People need to be healed. And so if you have a sick person you love, you've got to bring them to the, he- the healer, the miracle worker. Verse 56, wherever he went into villages, towns, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the end of his robe, and everyone who touched it was healed. So you just get the mental image here of he is coming toward a village News is already out that Jesus is around. News comes that Jesus is heading this way. They bring all the sick out, and they have them basically in a the marketplace. The place becomes a open-air hospital with sick people because they want Jesus to come and to heal them. And they're thinking that this might touch the end of his robe. This is the same thinking we saw from the woman who had been bleeding for 12 years. If I just touch his robe, I will be healed. And she did touch his robe, and she was healed. Now, there, Jesus stopped and said, wait, 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 who touched me? And called her out. She came, and then he interacted with her. Well, Mark wasn't explicit about what was going on there. We surmise that it was so that she doesn't go away thinking that she was magically healed, but that she was healed by God through faith, faith in who Jesus is. And so we have the same kind of thinking here, but we're not told how Jesus dealt with it. It just sounds like Jesus walks through, people are touching him and being healed. But Mark's just given us a a quick summary here. So a lot more happened. Did Jesus walk into the marketplace and say, okay, you guys, I know you're here to be healed and I will heal you. But understand, This is the power of God here, and you're being healed through faith. As God's messenger, I'm here to share with you that you can be made right with God. And what's the message he's been teaching all along? The kingdom of God is at hand, therefore repent and believe the good news of God. We're not told that he did that here. I suspect he did. 
I don't think he just walked through the marketplace. People are touching him right and left. And then he walks on out the other end of the marketplace and goes to the next village. I think he pauses. He interacts with people. And he probably shares the good news of the gospel. And people were healed. As everyone who touched it was healed. They were healed by faith. They weren't healed by magic. So what Mark's doing here in his laying out of the gospel is this is basically it's a summary of his whole Galilean ministry to this point. He's been traveling around, teaching, and healing. And this is basically wrapping up the ministry in Galilee. The next segment, we're going to have him interact with some religious leaders and then leave the area, go north. And he'll briefly come back to Galilee for just a, a couple of interactions, but really this is kind of the end of his Galilean ministry and is starting to set the stage now for turning his sights toward Jerusalem and heading that direction. So there's a lot that's not said here. How many villages, towns, and countrysides did he travel to? And how many people did he heal? We're not given any words from him. Do you think he didn't speak any words? Of course he spoke words. But Mark's already told us the sort of things he said. And Mark's laid out this gospel in an intentional fashion. I think there is a little bit of contrast here with the people recognize him. But his disciples, those closest to him, are still a little bit slow to pick up on who he really is. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of